And above us is this meteor shower. So it must have been oh, August. Wow. And in front of us is a lightning storm. So I thought you were going to say you played Titanic, the front of the ship with your arms up. <laughs> That's where I thought that was going, but this is better. Hello and welcome to another episode of Gotta Sayings. Episode 73. Woo! 73! We, we made, made it. it! I'm Sadie. And I'm Juliet. Obviously. obviously. And we created Gotta Sayings podcast to make the world of mindset and manifestation and magic more relatable and, and fun. Wow. That was take two. I messed up take one. <laughs> well, to be fair, we redid it because the way I had the phone set up, I looked like Thumbelina. Like I looked way too tiny. And I looked like the jolly green giant. No, no you looked perfect. I was honey, I shrunk the co-host. So we're good now. Uh, so today is going to be a really fun episode. We're going to talk about our travels and what they mean to us and about an opportunity to travel with us. Yeah, and I don't know many of Sadie's travel stories, and I don't think she knows many of mine, so we'll be opening up about some of our, I mean, we heard some of Sadie's travel I was like, stories. I got a lot of spicy ones. I don't know, I don't know if we're doing all of those, but. <laughs> Check out last week's episode for, <laughs> for more. more. Um, but yeah, we're gonna chat all about travel and the magical things that happen when we leave our environment, which honestly, once I'm somewhere else, I'm happy to be there, but it is hard for me to leave my home. Yeah, I get that. I'm such a little homebody. Same. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about that. But I think we must start with what's new with you, Sadie, because you are just gallivanting out and about again, recovering, <sighs> yeah. recovering from the fun. I feel like I could fall asleep right now. I'm so tired still. Oh. It's Wednesday. I got home on Monday. Um, it was amazing, but immediately get it like after day one was done i was like i'm never gonna be back here again to coachella just to be clear. to coachella to coachella <laughs> i went to coachella i made some notes so i didn't forget what i wanted to tell y'all about um <laughs> i've never been if you've been to coachella leave a comment let us know your experience so yeah i knew before going and i think i said this on the podcast that i had a very strong feeling that i was going to be glad i went but mm -hmm. that i wouldn't never need to go again one and done and like day one was my favorite day it was the best day for me um but even so like after we were walking home in the herd of people and all the dust i was like oh yeah for sure never coming back to do this again yikes it's a lot it's a lot um you know you see the fun parts on instagram but there's a lot in between that. And I just don't have the stamina for it anymore. Like, <laughs> I was like, if I would have gone when I was in my early 20s, I would have gone every fucking year because it is really fun, but it's just a lot of work mm. and it's really tiring and it's really dusty. Like, my sinuses and my lungs are still killing me. Oh. I should have worn a mask, um, especially, like, at night when, like, the whole show's over and everyone's leaving and you're just in this, like, tight huddle of people, like, moving. It was like herding cattle. Mm. and the dust is just atrocious um but it was absolutely amazing even with all of the dust even with gross bathrooms and waiting in line for bathrooms and water and food and like absolutely everything it was all worth it this one time <laughs> it was sadie's 
Coachella debut and swan song. And swan song. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, I had some thoughts while I was there. I cried many times because it is a magical experience. And... I mean, to be honest, I was like high for most of it. So there's just all these, you know, deep thoughts running through my brain. And I'm just like, first of all, wow, how amazing is music? Because its purpose is literally to make us feel, Mm. you know, like Mm -hmm. that's its purpose. Like that, that's it. And we, we have these superstars that that's what that's what they do they make music and obviously you're a musician and you (laughs) have already had all of these deep thoughts but I was just there and I was looking around at like the thousands and thousands of people wandering across this desert from stage to stage to like feel something that's the purpose it's to feel something and there's these people that like go to like that's what they do they like go hit all the festivals and it's like their thing and i it's not for me but i get it because you you're there and you feel fucking alive and you're it's this this i don't know i think it's the most in community that we get nowadays because we're all so individualized and we don't really need each other to survive in Mm. the sort of basic sense that we used to but we come together for this music and we're all sort of feeling the same emotion because the music's sending out this vibration and it's hitting all of us and like i was just like wow this is so magical you can tell these are all very high thoughts (laughs) I mean, I've had those thoughts you yeah. know, many a times just on an, a normal day. I've always been obsessed, especially with lyrics that like the idea of placing words in a certain order yeah, can like a send a shock through someone's body. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's powerful. And just the sheer level of production, there's so many shows going on. And then the way the imagery is flashing on the screens and they're cutting in and out at different angles or angles, angles of of the singer. And there's fireworks that are perfectly timed with stuff and pyrotechnics. I was just like, this is crazy. Like they're planning the next year's Coachella right now because it Mm -hmm. takes so much. And for those big main stages, or maybe it was just the one stage they change the set every time for oh, the wow. person um so it's just incredible and i just was re- reflecting on what music is and it's sort of one of our most basic instincts to create it like f- from the dawn of time there's evidence of us pounding on things and like th- it's just this instinctual part of us and then how amazing is it that we put so much effort and value into it to this day. It's it's crazy. It's the universal language. It is. So I thought that was really cool. Um, I wrote, humans coming together for music. It's just so cute. It's so cute how we no. all love it so much. It's. Have you ever seen those videos where like somebody will go play a, a trumpet for a field of cows and they'll all come in to watch? Like yeah. we're all just animals who enjoy. It's, that's it. <laughs> the it, sound of something. Yeah, it like makes us. It's like our. It's a primal part of us mm-hmm. that we're like, wow, and we're all sway. You know, like we can't not like at least yeah. sway a little bit or like tap our foot. It's just. It's actual magic. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I haven't been to live music in a very long time. Or when we, we were in New York, we went to like a small live show. That was really fun. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Um, but, you know, something big like that. And it was just, just to see that many people. And it was cool. Um, so 
My very favorite was Harry Styles. And I'm really, I want to give a shout out to Haley's little sister, Ray. If you're out there listening, I don't think she listens to this. But she's a huge Harry Styles fan. So she was like, we have to go to early to the set before Harry set and plant to get a spot close. And I was kind of like, oh, okay, you know. Um, oh my God, so glad we did. We, I mean, we were planted in that spot for like three hours, but we were... We didn't even know that they had a stage built out for him to run out on, and we were next to that. Ooh. And then we were close enough to the stage, me and my platforms, I was taller than everybody. Amazing. So love being tall at these things. Um, so, I mean, we were close. We were, like, I could see the sweat on his face <sighs> close. Uh, and he was wearing this, like, red leather outfit with cherry rhinestones on it he's so hot and, and cherry strawberry or and rhinestone strawberries and i was like i'm doing all this stuff with cherries right now oh, I, i'm about to tell you my my mystery project i should have led with that but it, 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 <laughs> i was like this is a sign me and harry are aligned like because his whole set was very like the aesthetic of what i've just created that I'm going to drop soon, and it was very cool. Um, and then Lizzo came out as his surprise guest, which was amazing. I wish she would have came out a little bit longer. Like, she just came for two songs, and she didn't play any of her songs, which was fine. Oh. Um, but so fun, and they came out on the section of the stage that was close to us, too, so I got to see her close up, which was so magical. She's so beautiful. Um, and then they're just so cute together. They're, like, best buds, and, like, you could just see the chemistry of them, like, having the best time. And I, I can't describe, like, Harry is an actual true rock star. That's all. The whole time I was watching, I was like, this, I am witnessing a true rock star like this is like david bowie elton john freddie mercury harry styles Do you see why he's my hall pass yes i didn't know <laughs> i didn't know i didn't know i had never really bothered getting into one direction or harry on his own like i listened to him on the radio but i hadn't like watched any like music videos oh, or followed him or seen anything something else you know i just saw pictures of him now and then so i was like yeah he's cool i like how he dresses how he wants to dress and stuff mm -hmm. like that and now i'm like the most obsessed with him i followed multiple f i followed him on instagram but also I noticed he doesn't post very much, so I post. I followed multiple Harry Styles fan accounts, there she is. so I could see everything. Yes. <laughs> so that's a big new thing for me. I'm a really big Harry Styles fan. Harry, come on the show, please. Yeah, manifesting that. Come be a goddess. Um, just absolutely mind blowing, incredible. Um, and then day two, I was really blown away with Megan The Stallion's set. It was so badass it was so cool um she just is fucking powerful mm. and she, she's on the stage and she's like got her and her dancers and they're dancing and she's grabbing herself and like whatever and i'm just like once upon a time like women couldn't do this they couldn't grab themselves in a quote vulgar way on stage and now she's just here and we're all worshiping her doing mm -hmm. this like it gave me such big chills she was an absolute goddess on stage like she had this like 
like shiny bodice outfit and she was just killing it she was such a good performer i was looking forward to her but i didn't have like a oh my god i can't wait for megan the stallion and like she was the one that i was like holy shit she blew me away mm. incredible and then on day two it was billy eilish was after megan the stallion so billy eilish was the headliner and again, I was excited for her. I love Billie Eilish, but I'm not, like, her biggest fan ever or whatever. I mean, this always happens when you go see live music, right? Yeah. You become a way bigger fan. But I loved the contrast because Megan was a very sexy performance. And then Billie, you know, she comes out and she's wearing, like, long baggy shorts and a big baggy t-shirt. Completely different, like, outfit and aesthetic and vibe. But also just owning and being fucking sexy doing it. Like, mm -hmm. just so so different. And she's just writhing on stage and just like, I don't know. It was just so, I love that she's sort of resists the typical, like, what a sexy woman is supposed to wear and look like. But she still has, is dripping with her sex appeal. Like, it was amazing. And then I died because... Haley Williams came out on stage from Paramore. Oh my god. And we all know I used to be a little emo kid and I was obsessed with Haley Williams. She looks amazing. She sounds exactly the same. I had never seen Paramore when they were touring and everything. I'm getting sweaty and red just thinking about it. Oh. It was amazing. I cried. They sang together, and you could tell it, she was Billy's idol. Like Billy was like totally Aww. fangirling on stage. There were more fireworks with Billy Eilish's set. We love a good firework. I love fireworks. Um, and then let's see. The last day, I saw Jessie Reyes, who I recognized some of her songs, but didn't know who that was. But she had this really powerful song about Hollywood, and. Um, she was basically she kind of before she started singing it she was saying how she, this was about an experience that she had and I'm sure many many women in trying to make it in Hollywood have had of some executives saying like yeah you like so she was a songwriter she wrote songs for other people and then she was like I want to sing and so some dude said yeah you have a great voice you can sing but you got to put out for me and so she wrote this song and it was so powerful. It There was a Hollywood sign in the background and this giant image of a demon. And she's just Ooh. like basically saying, fuck you to Hollywood. It was so cool. Um, she's, yeah, she was kind of singing it as though she was the guy like, like, I, like, don't you know, we're the gatekeepers. Open up, get on your knees, like all this stuff. But it was like Oof. a big fuck you. It was so powerful it was so cool so shout out to jesse reyes for that powerful shit and then i saw doja cat who i was most excited about it was amazing i love doja cat and um then i was super sad because kanye dropped out and they replaced him with swedish house mafia and no offense to people who like to go to see djs live but i do not understand <laughs> And I was, I hated it. <laughs> I was so pissed that that was what they put in replacement of Kanye. Uh, Kanye as a person, as he exists in his life, I don't support that, but I'm uh, obsessed with his music and uh, with him as like a creative genius. And 
so it was already just a punch to the gut to lose him and not mm-hmm. get to see him perform and then they replaced it with three guys standing in front of a table <laughs> <laughs> and going like this um no offense swedish house mafia if you're listening you're just not for come me come on the show <laughs> <laughs> and then it was supposed to be like the weekend but it was featuring the weekend and he only did a couple songs and i was like y'all did us dirty i'm sorry it was the lamest end to the the weekend but it was fine um but it was so fun to dress up and take the pictures in front of the classic you know ferris wheel and all the stuff that i've seen in other people's like videos and pictures so many years so in conclusion i'm really glad i went and i'm never going again (laughs) unless it's the world's best lineup and I get a VIP ticket. (laughs) It has to be both. (laughs) I was telling Sadie, next year we'll like, we'll rent a house with a pool that has like a TV by the pool. Yeah, do like a bougie watch party. We will live stream Coachella. (laughs) That sounds way better. No dust. It was so funny because me and Haley kind of agreed on that. Like, oh, we'll do this once. We're 30. Like, we'll get it out of our system. We don't have to do it again. And then the whole weekend we're like, well, if I were to come back and we made all these notes, because we did actually pretty good. Um, we were smart. We brought a change of clothes for nighttime. We brought a change of shoes. We had sunscreen with us. We had water. We had, you know, like we did a good job. We planned pretty well, but there were a few things that we were like, oh, if we were to come back. <laughs> so if anyone's going to be going to Coachella next year, I have a list of if I were to do it again notes. Um if I knew but, then what I know now. And then and then we started convincing ourselves. We're like, maybe we will come back. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because every night, trudging home in that dust, just so tired I could die. I was like, why am I here? <laughs> it's it's really high highs and really low lows. Uh, it's it's a lot of work, but I'm it's really It's a go- lot of work. It's exhausting. <laughs> the it's such a ow, it's such a big <laughs> area Mm -hmm. so you have to walk so far not only from stage to stage but walk so far to find a bathroom (laughs) walk so far to refill your water it's just like you're always doing something and then you have to plan strategically and be like okay well we we want to get there early so we better go get some food quick and go to the bathroom and get water and those things for some reason are in three different spots and you can't just it's just a lot and i don't have the stamina for it anymore but you did it. But I did it, and I survived. Now, you mentioned something about cherries. <gasps> oh, yeah. Something new and exciting. Okay, so. Last week, we had a segment called What's in the Drawer? And I put more <laughs> things in the drawer, you guys. <laughs> I did it really quick. Now, I'll describe them briefly for those of you not uh, not watching, but I've been teasing that I have a new project called Hot Juicy Magic launching, and I showed everything to our Patreon babes, and they made me cry. I was so excited Aww. because I think I mentioned like I was a little nervous to do this. It's very different than anything I've done before, but I created a line of goods. So there's officially a shop, and okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my favorite. Th- 
things for last. Okay, so the first cute little thing. Welcome to the Home Shopping Network. The first cute little thing is these hot and juicy cherry keychains. So there's pink flames behind red cherries. They say hot and juicy. Oh and gosh. I didn't care for the fact that the back was white. So your girl added a bunch of sparkles. So they're sparkly, they're pink, they're hot and juicy. So cute. This is my first time seeing them in person. And I will say, these are sturdy. Yes, these and they're actually, flimsy. they have a protective film on the top right now, so they're actually very much, like a lot shinier, glossier Ooh. than what you see right now. Okay, gorgeous, I'm sold, I want one. So then I've also got, and look at, I have this cute packaging for them. Look at that, Ooh, holographic. holographic. The next item I have is a very cute little sticker pack with four stickers so we've got this one sticker that simply says which in my classic font and it's pink dark pink and purple and it's actually you can see on my water bottle here it's the background is clear so it just has like the lettering when you see it Isn't that very cool? classy transparent very classy versatile um, and then we have a purple sticker that says, my life inspires the fuck out of me with some lightning bolts. That's so Sadie. A beautiful rose and red background and pink writing um, in a circle that says, I deserve to have it all. And then my favorite, I made a reels with this affirmation and everyone loved it. So I had to make it into a sticker. Everything I touch gets sweeter, sweeter, juicier, and more delicious. I am the fucking cherry on top and it's Ooh. over cherries. So that's a little sticker pack. Uh, with every order, you get a free holographic with flames, a hot, juicy magic sticker. Great. Okay, and then this is sort of the the staples of the shop. I made three spell candles that are really cute. So this one I already started burning, so you can see the candle is a little low, but this is, the first spell candle is one for releasing. My intention is sort of you have this candle and every full moon you burn it and you do your releasing ritual and then mm -hmm. you put it out and you save it for next month, but you can use it however you want. It has flames and blue butterflies. Blue butterflies um, are really special to me. They're a sign for my mom. And it says, let that shit go. I love this candle. Spell candle number one. Here, let's put it this is, stuff. You know what? Don't start know. Christmas shopping. It's almost May. It's almost May. It's Maybe mom needs a let that shit go. Mother's Day. Candle. Mother's Day. I have a very cute money spell candle that says, let's get this bread. There's a slice of bread with money <laughs> sign on it, little praying hands and dollar signs all over it. It is very cute. This last one is my favorite. And then... You know we had to do a self-love love spell candle. We have, it's got flames, hearts, cherries, lightning bolts, start, and it says, I am sexy, fun, and cool. <laughs> this is the love spell. It's a red candle. So cute. So those are my three spell candles. And then the final thing that will be available in the shop is there's going to be a handful of custom hand-painted paintings. This one is an exact replica of the giant one in my living room, if you've seen it. Uh, it's just little cherries with sparkles all over. So there will be 
this one um, and a couple different ones that are to be created. Uh, but I'll have some hand-painted goodies in there, too. So if you want a Sadie original, get in line. So um, I think, when does this episode release? It might be it the might be day on. that I release. Yeah, I'm going to release the shop. I'll put the shop in the show notes. <gasps> Hot Juicy Magic by Sadie Olson. Get yourself a keychain and stickers and candles and custom paintings. They'll make you feel like a very sexy witch who can have it all. Woo! <laughs> so that's what's new with me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Went to Coachella, started a product line. We're doing it all, baby. I what's, love it. What's new with you, Juliet? Okay, so I want to give myself a pat on the back because I didn't work for three <clears throat> whole days. I made a vow that I would not text you one time over the weekend, <laughs> and I did not, which was extremely hard for me at first. But I was like, she's at Coachella. Leave her alone. <laughs> Nothing's urgent. <laughs> Write it down. Write it down. <laughs> Sadie, I've got, you like unroll a scroll like in the olden days when they had a thing. Yeah. Like, Sadie, I have a list of things that I compiled over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Tuesday morning, I said, hey, are you ready to work? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You did so. You were like, we can do this, 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 and this. And I was ready. Yes. Oh, hi, Boo Girl. Boo's on my lap if you're listening. She's just such a sweet little lady. So um, I took the weekend off um and it was so nice victor and i were tanning by our pool i bought us these really cute little pool floats um so we were out by the pool we were in the water the next day i went to my parents house and my mom and i laid out by the pool like it was Amazing. just like so much nice tanning and relaxing um what did I write down? Tanning, sunbathing, swimming in our pool, redoing our kitchen, new bedding set. Oh yeah, we went to Target. Nice. And uh, we got this beautiful new uh, bed set. So we have like a gorgeous new like comforter and nice. throw pillows. The bedroom's all elevated. Victor brought home a cabinet for our kitchen that is- Oh, I saw in his story. Oh my God, it's bigger than this room. <laughs> but I'm very happy for him. It's this huge thing. He built it in 90 minutes wow. from Ikea. Uh, it was really big. That would have taken me four and a half days. I love building stuff from Ikea. I like it too. It's it just like takes Legos for time. adults. That's what I feel. So we have this new gorgeous, huge cabinet in our kitchen. Um, what else? Oh, I cut my nails. That's exciting. <laughs> I cut them all off. They were Woo. so long. And I was like, I miss playing guitar. This is getting oh, ridiculous. Yeah. So now I have little baby short nails. I've been playing guitar again, coming up with song ideas. I'm back in the studio tomorrow. That's exciting. Which I am excited about. And, um, okay. So while I was relaxing <laughs> and while you were coughing up dust yes. i'm so sorry not relaxed at all but um, <laughs> i was fun. oh i know what we could talk about very vaguely is what we did on thursday night oh my god i i forgot we did okay that. okay i i'll i'll lead the you story lead this and one. you chime it so on thursday night sadie and i got this last minute offer to work an event and we mm -hmm. work events we set up a table um we do our specialty card readings we bring our intuitive magic oracle deck and we have we're like the hit of the party it's mm -hmm. so much fun. every time 
so much fun. <laughs> and we had worked with this particular party planner once before, and she got us an amazing gig mm -hmm. that led to so many other things. And then reaches out again and is like, oh, hey, girls, could you be available in like 24 hours to work this like high-end VIP celebrity going to be filmed for yes. television type of event? And I'm like, uh, yes, we can be available for that. So <laughs> we had to park up in the Hollywood Hills mm -hmm. and I was waiting for <laughs> in my car because Craig was dropping her off and she drives right past me and they had their windows up and I had my windows up and I start knocking on the glass of my window as if you're going to hear that from your car. <laughs> this is how like nervous we were and so excited. Nervous. Oh my God, we were so overwhelmed because it was like, not only are we going to meet like these individuals, which was cool, but like we got to see what like a reality TV show set was like. Yeah, I, yeah, I was very scared. Um, I was freaking out the whole drive there, which for me was over an hour. Uh, but as we were starting to go up into the hills, I was like, I was like half kidding, but I was like, maybe we, maybe we, maybe I just won't go. I was like, maybe you should just keep driving. Maybe I'll just go to your show with you. I was like, I didn't want to go. Oh. I was like completely freaking out. I was like, well, just keep, just keep driving. <laughs> I am definitely the kind of person where it's like, if I'm, by myself, I'll get nervous, but if somebody around yeah. me is nervous, I'm like, it'll be fine, let's go. So I think when we joined forces, we felt better. Yeah, definitely. I, I schlepped my wagon full of crystals and outfit change. They said, bring all the outfits. And then we both wore what we arrived we, in. Yes. Um, and so <laughs> they had a crew help us like carry our stuff down these stairs and it was set up so cute. Um, and we like got to experience being on like a full on production. And was I was cool. surprised that like once the, like once you say hi to the person who's holding the camera and you know who their name is, like you sort of don't notice it. I mean, I sort of didn't notice it. And I always thought when people said, oh, you just don't notice the cameras. I thought, how could you not notice? Yeah. But you don't, like when you're involved in what you're doing, you don't. And so I obviously when, when it airs, whatever it is, if we should make the the edit, the cut, we will tell you all about it. We can't yeah. say anything until then. But I, <laughs> I got home that night and I was like, if they only show Sadie talking, because <laughs> the camera was closer to you, yeah, it was the on person, the side of the table, and yeah. it's like every time I go to speak, they cut away to so I don't know why. I just have a feeling that's how it's gonna be, but it's it's fine. No, I don't think so. Um, but. Yeah, I think they exciting. had the cameras on their faces the vast majority of the time. There was one moment where it swung around and was right in front of my face and I got nervous, but I like, I think I hiccuped for a second and kept going and it was fine. But for the most part, they were like here. So I think they were just getting reactions and it'll be our voices in it. Great. <laughs> Great. I'm excited to be a voiceover. Maybe it'll be both, but yeah. Yeah. And it was fun because like we've daydreamed like, oh, like what if we had a show someday? Like that'd be fun. And it was like, oh, here we are on the like, set of our show. I can do it. I wasn't completely freaking out. I did fine. I thought I was going to get all red and sweaty yeah, and not be able to talk. And I 
I kept it together. There was amazing food. Yep, we had some food. It was freezing cold, so I, I got there and I'm in, this is the second time now I've worked an outdoor party where in my head it was going to be like indoors by a fireplace. I just made that up. And of course it's like outdoors and it's very, very cold. Um, and it just happened to be very cold that night. Like it was kind of unusual for this time of year. But I'm outside in like the teeniest little outfit and I'm shivering and I'm shivering and, I'm, and I was like getting ready to start complaining about it. And I was like, I'm, I'm getting paid to be here and look cute <laughs> and do what I love. Like my grandparents went to, you know, the war, like <laughs> I I to get through this night. <laughs> it was so fun. We had our little Hollywood evening and then we, um, I, we drove up Sunset Boulevard and we looked at all the billboards and we're mm -hmm. still manifesting our billboards. Visualized our billboards there. So that was that was pre-weekend. Then I relaxed all weekend. And then yesterday, um, I hosted my second ever Creatrix U oh, yeah. masterclass. And it was all about art and abundance. And I would like to read just a few things people said about it. Because okay. I'm really proud of how it turned out. I remember last month I was talking about it. I was a little shy about it. And now I'm like, no, it's very special. Everyone who's artistic or creative should definitely join. Yes. So one person said, this is the second call that has just inspired me so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So good, I love this space so much. I had so many light bulbs go off during this call. I'm so inspired. I had a breakthrough. I'm so ready to hit the ground running. It was really good. So um, I'm excited to all the students who are listening to see like what magical creative things you do this month. I love seeing all the creative things Sadie's up to. And it just like, when one of us brings our work forward, it just inspires the rest of us to do it. Yeah. So you're really doing a service for the world by sharing your work more than you know. That's why it's important. Imagine if me and Juliet were like, no, we're too scared or too nervous. No. I will say, it helps a lot, like for the instance of going to work that like major party, like. I don't know if I would have had the courage, courage to do that by myself. Really? I don't know. I don't think so. You could do it. I don't think I would have even like got gone out and got that opportunity by myself. I wouldn't have had the courage. I'm not the reach out and demand. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> knock, knock. So yeah, and it just it helps so much to to have a partner, a partner in crime. Oh my gosh. A partner in creativity. I, I love the ways in which we like drag each other to, drag's the wrong word, but bring each other, lift each other to new heights, new places, new opportunities. <laughs> drag sounded negative. Come on. Sometimes. The gig. Sometimes. <laughs> I really had to drag myself to the gig on Thursday. I was so nervous, but I was like, oh. I, I, I can't let Juliet down, but. Oh. <laughs> I was yeah, freaking was out for a few minutes. It was fabulous. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I just wanted to share that the Art and Abundance call was fantastic. I have I think 20 students, which is so cool. Um, enrollment is rolling. Join whenever you feel like it. And next month, we're going to talk about powerful go-getter magic, Ooh. which is perfect for what we just mentioned with getting this gig. Yes. And I also want to say that this particular gig, the week to 10 days prior, I had reached out to this company and I was like, hey, remember us? Us again. <laughs> We'd love to work with you sometime. And then it was fresh on their brains. Yes. So, yeah, other than making our house look pretty and being out by the pool and talking about creativity and 
painting and playing guitar and doing all the fun stuff, I've been daydreaming about travel, mm -hmm. the travels we're going to have, hint, hint. And I'm excited to hear some of Sadie's favorite travel memories, magical travel moments, travel whoopsies, anything you want to share. Like, got a lot of travel stories. Okay, Boo and I are ready. Hmm, where should I start? I, I was born. No. <laughs> well, when I was little, we didn't travel much. We went to a classic spring break in Mexico when I was like 12. Mm -hmm. um, and this is kind of funny because I'm, I've, I've been tall since I was like nine. Like I grew really early. I think I stopped growing when I was like 12 and I'm 5'10". So I just always was assumed to be older than I was. And I think the drinking age in Mexico is like 16 or something. And so we went to spring break. We're staying at an all-inclusive resort and I'm a child, you know, but I'm happy and brave to go order my own drinks but like i don't know i have to say like a virgin margarita so i'm like ordering margaritas or daiquiris i was ordering daiquiris mm. and i had like two and they're just like little ones you know but i got a little drunk and my mom was like wait give me that because i was like i kind of got like rosy cheeked <laughs> and was kind of like wow you know and my, <laughs> my mom fight like i you know i had gotten through the halfway through the second one barely any booze at all but my mom like took a drink of it and she was like oh oh my God, I didn't tell you to order virgin ones. And I was like, just like, they assumed I was old enough. Because <laughs> I was a 5'10", 12 year old. <laughs> oh no. So I got a little drunk. Um, but I want to say I was grateful for, because we kind of, you know, did the typical spring break thing, went to stay at a resort. So you don't get a lot of culture when you do that. Mm -hmm. But my mom was always very intentional that she wanted to experience culture wherever we went. So we always went on... I say always, we went on two trips to Mexico, but we always had like an excursion where we went to like go see a, like the city a little bit, like the village nearest us, or went to like go see um, like nature and different things. Saw, saw more than the resort. As a kid, I was like, I just want to play at the beach, you know? It was winter where we came from. Right. Um, but we did get to, I think that that's something we were really intentional about when planning our itinerary for Bali was we definitely wanted relaxing beach time, mm -hmm. but we wanted to see the local sites. We wanted to see the nature. We wanted to meet animals. We wanted to see sacred spaces and we wanted to experience the culture like and meet people, the meet the Balinese people. So we have it all in there. Um, and that's something like a value that my mom really instilled in me when we would travel. So I'm really grateful for that. Um, but then I didn't really travel until um, I was in like my mid 20s. So like not that long ago, but I went, uh, we went to Jamaica. That was after my mom passed. We all went to Jamaica as a family. And then I, I like went to Jamaica, got, was home for a month and then went on my big backpacking trip that I think I've mentioned before. Mm -hmm. um, and it's funny because I've had a note in my phone for probably almost a year because there's a specific story I wanted to tell about this backpacking adventure that had to do with Mother's Day. And we happened to be chatting about travel close to Mother's Day. Tell us the story. So this has been in my podcast, New With Me, note in my phone for like a very, very long time because oh. I was saving it. So so something that was really hard when my mom was sick was that she had a, a lot of 
regret i guess you could say about not having traveled more like that was always our thing we talked about all the time was like when i was done with college we were going to go to europe and see a bunch of cities together like do a big trip and she got sick while i was in college and so and she was it was right away diagnosed as terminal she had lung cancer Mm -hmm. and so this was we it was kind of like okay she's gonna have this until she's not here any longer but that could be many many years we didn't know it turned out to only be nine months but regardless we were um she was taking medicine that we made that was illegal in wisconsin legal in california we were making like weed oil for her um but we knew we couldn't travel with that and it was pertinent that she'd be able to take that so it was it's something to this day i get really sad when i think about um her never really getting to fulfill that dream and it was always a dream that we had together but i was very fortunate that the year after my mom passed it was actually less than a year a friend said hey um i i got this big settlement she was in an awful accident Um, i got this big settlement and i really want to like pay for your ticket to come to europe with me and so that was that, that felt like a sign like wow me and my mom never got to go on this trip together we were supposed to soon because i was going to be graduating from college or whatever and someone asked me to do this and not only that but pay for my my plane ticket so i planned we bought these one-way tickets um unfortunately things kind of went sour with that friend but i still had an amazing trip um so i wrote down all the places that we went really quick so this is i talked about greece last week but Mm -hmm. this was like a six-week backpacking trip we went right before busy season so we didn't have to plan a lot i would book my train when i decided i wanted to leave the next day i would stay as long as i wanted book the train book the hostel and go to the next spot it was such an on a whim trip it was crazy cool um i went to Athens, Greece, and Santorini, Greece. I went to Bucharest and Brasov, Romania, which is Transylvania. Had been obsessed with vampires since (laughs) the dawn of time. So I went to vampire country, and it was very cool. They really lean into it, just like Salem leans into, like, being witchy. Romania leans into the vampire culture. Um, I went to Budapest, Hungary, Belgrade, Serbia, Dubrovnik, and Zagreb, Croatia, and Venice, Italy. So that was my whole backpacking route i took the train everywhere um so when i went to serbia it was my first mother's day after my mom had passed Mm -hmm. and i was having a really hard time uh because i felt really guilty that i wasn't with my dad and my brothers for this you know i don't know day um and i was having a hard time not getting along with this friend mm-hmm. and um i was in a hostel where well, hostels are amazing everyone welcomes you everyone's ready to be your friend it's so cool to stay at them but i didn't really want to be the girl to be like hey guys i'm sad because this is my first mother's day since my mom died i think i ended up sharing it with a friend and whatever but it's pretty crazy how close you get to people in these situations and hostels but i had this really incredible experience so i had started uh let's see belgrade was the one two three four five the sixth city i was i had been to and i had started when i was in athens i happened to in the first two cities i was in wander past churches 
and feel called to go in and um I started to light a candle for my mom in every city in every church that I passed by um and that felt really special because it was just my way of signifying like my mom's here with me um and they were churches of you know different religions and all of that and it it was really cool and I'm really glad I got to do that on this trip and that I made that a priority whenever I went somewhere so um so it was Mother's Day and I thought well this is the day to do this when I'm in Belgrade is go find a church and so there was and I should have looked this up before I, I forgot the name of it but they have this beautiful beautiful orthodox church in Serbia and I'm in Serbia. My phone doesn't work. I'm getting pretty good at maps at this point. So I find a map. I have my map and I'm like, I'm going to try and get to this church. And um, so I, I find it. I get there. It's beautiful. And I walk in and it hit me like a ton of bricks. I had, I had not before this point felt my mom's energy and it was making me really sad and I didn't for a long time after this day Mm -hmm. um but I felt her she was there and it was Mm -hmm. I think because I had entered such a high vibrational spiritual place that had been there like this is an old 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 historical church and so I'm instantly just I'm quietly sobbing but my face is streaming with tears because I feel her and I feel her standing next to me not just her around and i feel her hand in my hand it was so bizarre like it was unreal it was spooky and so i'm i'm literally holding my hand like in a way like a hand is in my hand because it feels like there's a hand in my hand and we walk and i light the candle and i and i i think I kneel on a kneeler for a little bit and just like let myself have my emotions and I ended up buying like a little souvenir from this church because it was obviously a really special place um and then the most bizarre thing happened so what my mom and I would do every Mother's Day was and I think I actually mentioned this recently too but there was a Mother's Day art fair in my hometown that we'd always go to so I walk back out of the church the same way I walked in and I hadn't seen it on the way in I think I was just looking and focused on finding the church but I just walk into this fucking fair it's art and plants and and it's like a flea market um and and what's every weekend the farmer's market? farmer's market it's got like everything but it's exactly the kind of thing that me and my mom would have gone to on mother's day because it's got the art it's got the whatever and i that's what i i leave this church and i still feel her hand in my hand and i'm just walking through this fair and i'm like where the fuck did this come from this is this is what me and my mom did together on mother's mm-hmm. days every mother's day that we ever spent together which was almost all of them it was so bizarre it was so cool um and it was so special and uh that that was just it was one of the most memorable moments of my whole life it was the first time i ever felt my mom and i didn't feel her for a very long time after that like i mentioned um really until i did the mentorship with megan and and learned how to tap into it more purposefully but Mm -hmm. it was just crazy so that was one of the most special and most spiritual experiences of my life and that was in serbia 
Um, so that was really, really cool. Um, otherwise, I've also been to, on a different trip, I went to Florence, Sardinia, and those are both Italy, and then the island of Corsica, which is a French island. Um, and I think for me, like going over to Europe, I haven't been to anywhere in like, oh, boo. <laughs> I've been to, you know, these areas in Europe. I've been to Mexico and Jamaica, but especially like in Europe, like everything's so much older than Mm -hmm. here in the U.S. and you can just feel it. Like when I was in Athens and I went to the Acropolis, you hike up to it and I I cry a lot. I, I had just watched a documentary all about it before I went and I was just like... I couldn't wrap my brain around that I was standing there. So much history there. Battles had happened there. Philosophers had stood there. And it just... And this was before I was open to my intuition and open to these... The fact that I was reading energy. I didn't understand that. But I was just felt it all washing over me. And it's just incredible standing on ground with so much history. Like... We're so present when we go somewhere else because we're like, I may never walk these footsteps again. I may never see this again. Mm-hmm. So we we notice how we feel and we notice the details and what's around us. And we notice the people that are around us and the people that we're interacting with. And it's just, there's nothing like it. There's When we're at home, like there's plenty of history in California it's definitely one of the you know it's not as old as europe and all of the us is like that i can feel the difference when i go to new york but we're just not as present to it we're not tuning into it we're not looking around and going oh i might never you know stand here again what does it feel like to be here in this moment and i think that's what's so special and what i'm excited to experience in bali because it is known as an energy vortex and on top of that when we go somewhere else, we're so, so in tune. So I'm just so curious as to like what it's gonna feel like, what the energy is gonna be like there, what the people are gonna feel like there because it, like like music being a universal language, I feel like our like, it's, it's so much easier than you think to like communicate with someone through simple facial expressions and hand motions and the tone of your voice even if you're not speaking the mm. same language it's just so special to be able to go almost anywhere and make a connection with another human even though your lives have been so different and you have these like moments of connection even if it's just to get your coffee for the day or something it's it's i love i love traveling and i can't wait to do more of it it was something I grew up always daydreaming about because my mom talked about it so much. And I just feel so fortunate to get to not only do it, the trips I have done and been so fortunate to do those. I, I seem to manifest a lot of free trips, I tell you what. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to Bali <laughs> mm-hmm. as, as hosts of a retreat. And it's not only free for us, but we get to we get to work the retreat and know, and support ourselves with it. So it's pretty crazy. But I have a lot of spicy travel stories I can get into as well. But I thought maybe I'll pass it over to you now. <laughs> and then we can always circle back to that. Okay. <laughs> so, so much of the traveling that I've done 
Um, so I, I'm the the Pipers are a line of of true go getters and opportunity creators. And so my dad and my uncle, my whole childhood, um, and for you know many years before and after, have made their living as a Beatles and a John Lennon tribute act. They do the most. Like they're the number one, like world-renowned, best, best, best tribute to the Beatles and John Lennon, and because of this, my dad got quite inventive and decided to make a contact um, over at Royal Caribbean, which is such a beautiful cruise line, and so they would get booked out as the headline entertainer for like ten days at a time, and I don't think they even allow this anymore, but every like whatever they could bring i think four or five people like for free all inclusive while they were working and what working looked like for them was doing two shows like they would do one big headline show for tour number one those people would get off the ship a new group would come on they would do a show for them and so aside from those two shows we got to go with my dad and my uncle um on these amazing vacations a lot and it was just really really special and it sort of seemed like I can't say it seemed normal growing up because it's not that other kids were doing this but looking back it was just so amazing and so many magical things happened on these trips so the first story that comes to mind is I would always make a friend like I was Mm. very big on like if I you know I'll go to the teen room or I'll go hang out by the pool and I always made friends because I just wanted to have like my little teenage adventures. Yeah. And so one time I made a friend who still (laughs) to this day will like sometimes DM me and say like, hope you're doing well. And this was when I was 16 or 17, I think. So it's just funny. But um, he and I went up to the front of the ship at night in the middle of the ocean, middle of the Atlantic Ocean. And it was warm. So it must have been summertime. But the two of us and a like a dog pile of so many teenagers were like lying up at the front, like the pointy front of the ship. And above us is this meteor shower. So it must have been August. And in front of us is a lightning storm. So I thought you were going to say you played Titanic, the front of the ship with your arms up. (laughs) That's where I thought that was going. But this is better. I... (laughs) So we like sat there together and had all these like deep conversations and I told him that I was a musician and I wanted to do music and like all these shooting stars are going by and you like hear and feel the ocean and um, there's like all these like these lightning bolts and people are like gasping and like that. Sometimes I think back on that and I truly am not sure if I dreamt it or not. I'm pretty sure. I'm 99% sure it happened. Yeah. Another time we were cruising in Alaska because we would oh, either. Oh, I really the- want to do an Alaska cruise. Oh my gosh, let's book goddess hangs tarot goddess readings hangs in Alaska <laughs> on a cruise ship. <laughs> and at one point, again, so many of my memories take place at like the front of this ship. At one point, we're seeing wild orcas like breach in front of us, and dolphins on the side of the ship, mm. and the the trees of Alaska and bald eagles are soaring by. I mean, it's just unbelievable the 
just like the world is such a beautiful place mm -hmm. like when i sit down at night and i want to watch television <laughs> it's typically like a nature show mm -hmm. because i cannot get enough of how beautiful this world is and like it drives me crazy that i probably most i mean i imagine there's no way you can see it all that may yeah that when i think about that it makes me i have fomo it makes me really yeah. sad even though i i think i like to imagine my mom as like I, she's not a ghost but like this little ball of light zipping around all over the world and mm -hmm. just seeing the sights that she wanted to see that brings me comfort so i'm like i'll just zip around and see it all when i when i've passed right, on I guess after that's why my favorite ride at California adventures soaring over the world. Yes. Like I know it's not exciting, but it's like, well, I probably won't fly over half of these places, yeah. so I might as well pretend. <laughs> might as well do it now. Um, another stop that we made, oh my gosh, when we were in Juneau, Alaska, which is hauntingly beautiful, um, there were these two boys, brothers, who had like, one was older and he'd driven the truck to this dock, and these two boys, maybe 16 and 11 or 12, were jumping off this tall dock into the water. You could see the jellyfish and they were just avoiding them. They were fine. And they would get out and they would do it again and again and again. And I ended up writing a song called Alaska about it because I was like, it killed me that I didn't, like I knew it would be freezing. Yeah. I didn't have a towel or a change of clothes, but I wanted so badly to be the type of person who would just do that. Mm, I understand that. But it was just this like, this epitome of freedom, like the, yeah. the air and, and seeing like these Alaskan teenagers just diving in the freezing cold water and that's how they spent their July day. And um, I also remember going to St. Thomas once and there was a butterfly garden that you could walk through oh. and these huge butterflies would land on you. I've been through a butterfly garden. <gasps> it's magical. There's one at the um, Milwaukee like history museum for some reason there's a butterfly or there was so at amazing. some point yeah um what else did i write down i wrote down lightning meteor shower oh windy deck okay another cruise ship story so this was with um, a different little set of friends that i'd made and it was so crazy windy one night and this was dangerous we should not have been doing this but wild child Juliet mildly wild <laughs> so I go onto the to a deck and I'm with the friends and it's so windy that if you if you ran with the wind behind you and jumped it took you you would get a little air before you went down <laughs> So Wait, I, that sounds so fun. <laughs> like I'd never felt wind like this before. And you were also like, you know, moving. So I guess maybe the boat was going against, the, I don't know what direction, but however everything configured, we would take turns running like, and then we would jump and then whoo, you'd whoosh and then you'd land. You needed to bring little squirrel suits for that to get some <gasps> extra... Oh my gosh, I would have flown off the edge of the... Yeah, that might have been too much. Edge of the ship. That's That sounds so fun. I wrote down... Most of my memories have to do with like nature or animals. Um, when I was in Israel, I got to ride a camel. That That's was exciting. So cool. I don't know if camels enjoy being ridden. I don't know if there's a thought about that, but um, well, he seemed pretty relaxed. Th so we're partnering with Trova Trip for Bali and yes. they're really mindful of not booking things like they're really mindful of that stuff and I really want to do their Morocco as a retreat their Morocco itinerary oh yeah and they do ride camels for that 
and okay. Trova Trip's really mindful of that stuff. So I feel like it, it's it okay. It seems like it's it's okay. But I it's so fun. But so when you have if, you ever ridden a camel? Uh no, I would love to. Okay, so let me tell you, this is what happens. <laughs> So you'd think that, like, you know with a horse, you get on a platform and you just sort of, like, sit on the horse? Yeah. Or if you, you can jump up from the ground as well. But yeah. it's typically, if you're going horseback riding, they put you higher up and then you mount the horse. So with a camel, the camel comes, like, down. The camel totally, like, sits on the ground and you get on it. And the way that it stands up, it rocks completely forward and then completely back and then it stands. So you're like, oh, I mean, with my, some girls were screaming. I'm like, you guys, it's just how they have to stand. It's okay. They're not trying to buck like, you off. Oh my God, that is, I, I really want to ride a camel. So that was amazing. Um, I wrote down that when we were in New York working and I'd never been to New York as an adult. Oh, we went yeah. to that. There were two things. The, the first thing was when we went to that rooftop bar mm -hmm. and we looked around and it was a skyline like I'd never even known yeah. was possible. It's like, New York is beautiful. Ooh, I'm like tingly just thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And then you have the water and mm -hmm. like there's New Jersey and everything. Like it was, it was so, I loved being there. Yeah. I loved being there so much. And another thing that Victor and I did when we were there was we did the little Statue of Liberty tour and the part of the boat ride where you go from the Statue of Liberty to Ellis Island, mm. we both got really emotional thinking of like, you know, the the millions of people, yeah. including my ancestors and his ancestors whose names you can see on the, you know, books, passed by that on their way here. Yeah, And, you know, I know that our country is very imperfect and it does not have the, the cleanest um, bill of health and history and not everybody came here by choice. Um, but it was almost like to be in a position where you could see what your ancestors saw. Yeah. Like that's almost what like got a memory. Me. Yes. Yeah. It felt so profoundly like familiar. Mm-hmm. Cause like you're seeing it with your eyes, and that's the that's the magic of, tra of that's one of the magical things about traveling. It's like, of course you learn things about yourself and about other people, but like, like these are, like ancestral memories or past mm -hmm. life memories that can come up. Like mm -hmm. it's it's pretty powerful. Um, and then I wrote down like Paris and London. Getting to go there was amazing. My favorite thing in Paris was me and my friend Sydney found this like underground live jazz oh, club. I fucking love live jazz. And we, I do too. And we were dancing. We had little dance partners and then they tried to get us to leave with them and we were like, no, no. And, and they just kept being pushy. And then I was like, we're not coming. And then they disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we're so, it's our last night. Come with us. I'm like, no, who are you? Like, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I, that's how I travel. <laughs> no. Okay, that was fun. Bye-bye. <laughs> I don't know if you're a criminal. But I, if there's any more stories you want to share, I'm so excited to hear them. Um, but just my final thought about 
travel and how much I've missed it. Like we had the, the beautiful opportunity mm -hmm. to do Vegas and New York last year. And mm -hmm. I'm open to travel. That's a one hour plane ride as much as I'm open to going to the other side of the world. Like it's just it's just good to get out of the daily routine and be somewhere yeah. else. And it helps you get a lot of perspective. I know I've been traveling. Actually, May will be the first month that I'm not like flying somewhere I think or no I didn't fly somewhere in April did I January mm. I flew to where did I go in January I went somewhere I can't even remember I've been know. to so many She's places a busy bee. February I went to Milwaukee March I went to uh New Mexico. New Mexico okay April I didn't fly anywhere I just had Coachella that was my big travel thing mm -hmm. so May I where the, I went somewhere in January because I remember thinking like, wow, every month this year I've like gone somewhere and had a big thing. Um, I can't remember. But in June we're doing our... But then I have May off and then in June is our big retreat. July. One of two. Yeah, one of two. And then July, I don't think... I, I mean, I'm coming back in July. I'm staying for a while. And then August I'll be back in Wisconsin again. <laughs> a lot of travel planned, but it... It feels good. I I love it. I love having like a once a month thing to go off somewhere. Um, after Coachella, I need the whole month to recover. But <laughs> Sadie's a little sleepy lady today. A sleepy lady. Um, but yeah, I I'm really excited for Bali. I'm really interested to learn about my new friend Steffi, who I've mentioned a couple times. Um, who I was on her podcast, Psychic Scoop. Uh, she does astro cartography. <gasps> oh, right. And I don't really know much about it, but it's basically looking at your astro astrological chart and a map of the world. And there's certain lines that like you'll have certain types of life experiences there so if you've ever traveled somewhere that you were so excited about and then you were like i don't know why i was anxious the entire time i was there or i just didn't have a good time or everything kept going wrong it may have be that you have a line like crossing through that area that like has that that energy around it for you and she actually said she'd take a peek at ours and see, like, where Bali was so we could kind of know what to expect for that. Oh, my gosh. Um, but it's interesting because you tend to be sort of naturally drawn to places that are, like, positive aspects of your, like, astrocartography chart. So I'm curious to go through and look at how that stuff aligns. So we'll have to learn about that and maybe come back for another episode about that. Uh, but I'm curious if anyone listening, let us know if you've had mm. experience or knowledge around astrocartography. I think it's so interesting. So cool. I'm so curious about like where I'm from and then California and moving here because obviously this has been a hugely transformative space for me, especially mm -hmm. once I moved to LA. It's been like a fucking quantum leap and a half. Um, so I'm curious what, what's on my chart there is there a place that you've been where you're like i'm home italy wow okay. i've been to italy twice now and i can't wait to go again you know where i felt that way of all places where tennessee huh <laughs> i sobbed on the plane ride back wow and you've like looked at houses there before too haven't you i mean yeah just for fun just for but fun i don't think i'll be living there ever no, but I, you sort of like like to daydream about it i feel there's like. something i could see myself like here's the thing i feel like i had a couple choices in this life i could have yeah. either done this and been like this 
creative, um, spiritual personality kind of thing. Um, or I could have like raised six kids in the South. Do you know what I, like, I feel like either path <laughs> would have worked. <laughs> and so I think when I was there, it was, just, I don't have family from there. Like, it, I don't know, huh. but it just, something about Nashville, I was like, it was painful to leave. That's how I feel about Italy. Specifically, I really loved being in Florence, but I loved every spot I was in in Italy and some of those smaller towns I kind of passed through. I just felt like, I don't know, I just, I felt like myself there. I mm. felt so creative when I was there. I would love to like, Florence is a city of art and it's art far beyond my reaches of what I will ever create in the oh, classical we aspect. We don't know that. But... I remember being there and just feeling like I I could just f I could feel the the history of art there like coursing through my veins. I don't know if I, mm. I I've said this before. I think maybe I lived a past life in Italy and that's why I have such a draw to it and it was like a really good life. It was one of my favorite past lives. Mm. This one's definitely going to be one too. <laughs> um besides the mom stuff, but the live in my best life otherwise yeah. stuff for sure, but I think that when I lived there, I also found this part of myself that said I'm going to make whatever I want to make. And I don't think I've found that part of myself every life, but I found it in that life I lived there. Like, I really think that. Because um, I just, yeah, I remember being in Florence. And it was at a time in my life that would have been like two years after my mom passed. I was so lost. I mm. was so, I was really not uh, mentally well. I was I was having a really difficult time. Um, but I was dating someone who I was so fortunate their family invited me on this beautiful trip and um his mom was my mom just so funny we would cry laughing together and she was like petite and blonde she looked like my mom she could be my mother Aww. which was kind of weird that the guy was dating someone that looked like his mom but um people thought we were mom and daughter we had the best time but I just remember being there and me you know part of the sadness of leaving was probably because when I went back home it's just work and mm -hmm. dealing with my grief and all this stuff just felt so hard at that time but I just remember being there and just walking through those streets and sitting at cafes and having cappuccinos and just being and I felt so mm -hmm. at peace and I felt like I could do anything even though that that part of me hadn't surfaced yet yeah you know who there is there's like that travel feeling when you go to the right place it mm -hmm. like so i'm curious tangible. where florence is on my astrocartography and i also have researched there is a like there's um in italy and other cities around the world if you are a remote worker there's certain cities that um they lose all of their young people to the big cities for jobs and they're these like little almost like suburbs around and they want they're like they want to pick up their population so they have these like deals like you pay really really low rent if you come live there if you're a remote worker oh maybe we need to spend a summer there 
So that's why I've done extensive research. Okay. But I'm like, I don't want to like leave Craig for six months or a year or whatever because it's like kind of that kind of commitment. But they want to bring like a younger crowd in to sort of like, their intention I think is like, you fall in love, you have a family, you live in this place. I think they're trying to establish like a population there. But um, I would, yeah, I would love to go back to Florence and just like be like, I'm just going to be here for a month. I'm going to work from here. I'm going to, just exist as like a person that's here not necessarily a tourist i mean i would still do stuff Mm -hmm. but um and see that for where i'm at now how that would be because when i was so just low it was the most magnificent experience of my life so i would love to go back there and create um so yeah maybe we could spend a month there or something and just oh i would love that just be creative um yeah i think that was probably i don't it's hard to pick a favorite spot but from like an energetic sense i feel like that might have been my favorite Mm. do you have a favorite um i was pretty i was pretty blown away by paris Mm mm-hmm but I, I don't think I'd want to live there. But it, it was, for me, it was just mind-blowing that people do live there. I'm like, yeah. this is a place where people live. Like, I couldn't wrap my head around it. I couldn't yeah. wrap my head around it. Um, you know, wherever I go, I tend to come back here. And I just love it. Like, I really do love Los Angeles. I do, too. I love living here. <laughs> um, I mean, I live outside of it. But. but I'm excited to see what Bali does for us and our yeah. hearts and and the hearts of the people who are going to come with us. I'm so so excited. Should we do like a quick little chat about (laughs) Bali? Yeah, let's do a quick recap of our itinerary. Okay. Um, At the time of this recording, we still have two early bird spots left. I don't know if we still will when this episode drops, Mm -hmm. but the link will be in the show notes to go check it out. There's no code needed. So if the early bird spot is still there, it's already there. Um, You don't need to input a code. but regardless, this is an insane deal because you're about to hear all of the things included in this seven-day retreat. Okay. Bali. Bali with Goddess Hangs, July 22nd through July 28th, 2023. So you have tons of time to plan. We have um, six, 12, and 18-month payment plans. Mm-hmm. And partnering with Trova Trip. Um, a allowed us to set up the payment plans in that way to make this extremely cost efficient and to plan all these things that you're going to hear about. So we're just going to walk you through the trip. So day one, you're going to arrive in Bali. After a long journey, you have finally touched down at the international airport where you will meet your vetted local guide Mm -hmm. who I'm very excited to meet. This is someone who has done many, many Trova Trip tours. This Mm -hmm. is someone that Trova Trip has a fabulous relationship with and who we're going to spend the week with, who will answer all of our questions, take us from place to place, make sure we're comfortable and secure on everything. So there will be included multiple airport transfers once you arrive at the international airport. Mm -hmm. We will take care of you. We'll get you to resort number one. And that evening, we'll have a dinner at a local restaurant, which is included. Mm-hmm. And then we will have an informal gathering, a welcome ritual, opening the goddess portal. Join us for a delicious welcome dinner 
and a powerful welcome ritual to set intentions for the week ahead. Sadie and Juliet, that's us, will lead a meditation to prepare ourselves for the following day when we will be immersing ourselves in sacred temples and healing waters. So this is going to be a night where we gather, we're so excited to see each other, we fill our bellies, we set intentions, and then we get some rest because we'll probably be a little jet lagged and we're gonna want some rest because the next few days are filled with lots of fun and adventure. And we stay overnight in an air-conditioned four-star. Yes, Julia asked, (laughs) just to be sure. Nice resort with um, beautiful amenities. So then, day two. Wake up in beautiful Bali for your first full day. You then get an included breakfast, which is so nice. So, so far you haven't had to worry about a meal. Nope. You show up, you had dinner, you have breakfast. We're gonna start by going to Tirta Pool, a holy spring water temple where for thousands of years, the Balinese have believed its waters heal and purify the inner and outer self. So talk to us, Sadie, about why we wanted to do this at this time of the trip. <coughs> Sorry, there's still dust in my lungs. Oh no. Um, <laughs> so we wanted to start out the day, or start out the week, excuse me, um, cleansing ourselves. We really want this trip to be a journey in being able to rest, rejuvenate, and turn inward. Because travel, I think, is a lot about self-discovery whether you're on a spiritual retreat or not you learn a lot about yourself and your connection to the world so the first day is going to be jam-packed full of deeply spiritual experiences one part of that is because it's going to feel really good to cleanse ourselves after a full day of travel like we're all traveling halfway around the world Um, it's a long trip and we thought what better way to start the week not only from a spiritual sense but from sort of like a literal sense of like being on a plane all day it's going to feel really good to head to these sacred spaces and reconnect with our energy Mm -hmm. cleanse our energy and what's really special is that we actually do get to immerse ourselves in this sacred water Um, so that's going to be really special and it's going to feel really really good to start our week this way and sort of cleanse and detach ourselves from our quote normal life to Mm -hmm. really like experience that cleansing and dive ahead first into complete presence in the Bali experience. So after this beautiful visit where we get to go in and bathe in these holy waters, we're then going to do a temple complex tour Ganang Kawi, Mm -hmm. if I'm hopefully saying that correctly, an ancient collection of shrines carved into rock formations, a place where architecture meets nature. I have seen photos of this place, so has Sadie. It Mm -hmm. is beautiful. Then we get to have lunch together at a local restaurant, which is also included. included. And then we go to the Kanto Lampo Waterfall, which is such a beautiful waterfall. You can take a shower under it. We Mm -hmm. can play in it. We can dance beneath it. We'll take beautiful photos. It is another gorgeous, watery wonder of Bali. Yes, our first day, um, we are immersing ourselves in water, 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 in spiritual spaces to really really immerse ourselves in this experience. And then that evening we're hosting an official workshop Mm 
rise up into your higher self. Mm -hmm. We are going to take you on a deep meditative journey to connect with your higher self and other guides to uncover deeper meaning into what this trip is unlocking for you and any other messages your higher self would like to share. We may think we know what called us to Bali, but once we are deep in meditation in this experience, newfound clarity may reveal itself. We may find out like, why am I really here? Like, what's the purpose? What are my intentions? Um, what is my higher self trying to communicate with me in this magical energy vortex? of a space mm -hmm. and we will provide you with a goddess getaway sacred journal so you can take notes about your experience and then we go to sleep so at some point in the evening we'll figure out dinner mm -hmm. and then we'll go to bed okay day three wake up you have an included breakfast and then this is a day where we get to have some fun we get to do a coffee brewing workshop Mm -hmm. And then we're going to go to Sadie's most desired location, which is the Sacred Monkey Forest. Okay. I have been nonstop watching videos and looking up pictures of this place. It is my childhood dream to meet a monkey <laughs> face to face. And these monkeys are so friendly. They crawl on you. They sit on your head. They sit on your shoulder. They'll sit in your lap. They'll they'll use you as a stepping stone from one tree and then bop off your head and go to the next tree. They are so cute. They'll s steal snacks out of your hand. They're mischievous and silly. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I've cried multiple times watching these videos. <laughs> Come cry in the monkey Because I don't believe I get to do it. It's going to be so crazy. <laughs> I'm so excited. I know. I know. <gasps> so after we all are beside ourselves <laughs> with the monkey experience, we then get to go do something that we requested be included in this itinerary, the mm -hmm. picturesque Bali swing. Wee! Wee! If you've ever had someone you follow, some influencer or otherwise go on a <laughs> Bali trip, I guarantee they have posted a picture and or a video of them at, at this swing. It is the famous Bali swing. It is not only going to be just so fun to experience this swing over this like beautiful, beautiful view, but it's a gosh darn Instagrammable moment. So you know, <laughs> we're all getting our cute pick on the swing. It's gonna be so fun, so cool. Um, Juliet and I are gonna try and squeeze on the swing together to get our goddess hangs yes. picture. Yes, yes, um, yes. So we're very, very excited for that because it's it's just sort of like a, a known famous Bali experience that we had to add in for all of us. We can't go all the way to Bali and not do the swing. All right, let's talk about day four. Day four, we relocate. We go to the city of Senor, which is only about like a 30, 35 minute drive away. Yes, so we the first few days we've been spending in a city that's a little bit inland um, and you know, seeing the forest, seeing the nature there. And now we have traveled um, and the transfer is included. They, they take us to um, the beach. We're going to the beach city of Senor. So we get a yummy breakfast included, and then we get to do this Rumadesa daily life and farming experience, which is a full day cultural experience. Our first stop will be the traditional market where many locals shop. We will be introduced to produce and spices used in everyday Balinese kitchens. We will also explore agricultural Bali as we walk through plantations and rice fields, and we learn all about how everything is done. Then we have lunch at a local restaurant, and then, we do a Balinese cooking class. So it, this is the day where we really get to connect 
with the people, with um, like what's really happening in Bali. Yeah, and the cooking class is at a Balinese family compound. So Mm -hmm. we get to, um, they're going to show us around, show us their sort of day-to-day life, and then they're going to teach us how to cook a meal within the family compound. So I'm really excited to get to see a farm, get to see family life. Um, It's so cool to that we'll actually get to meet like locals in this very intimate setting. They're welcoming us into their lives, which is very special. And I'm really excited because I grew up going to my grandparents like little dairy farm in Wisconsin every (laughs) weekend to help out. And so it's going to be so different from that. So I'm excited to see a farm, you know, in a completely different Mm -hmm. part of the world. I think that's going to be really cool. And then that evening we have an informal gathering. We're going to host our little overflow into abundance workshop. Um, because we're always talking about planting the seeds of mm-hmm. our intentions and like the manifestation process. And so we're gonna get a chance to sort of like reflect on the magic and the beauty of the day mm-hmm. and just have like a really, um, like ig- I wanna say ignited's the wrong word, but like a lively <laughs> discussion and, you know, dialogue all about the ways that we call abundance into our own lives and how we you know, take the manifestation process to the next level. So mm-hmm. that's going to be really special. It'll also just be a fun time to like hang out and hop shoot the, the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, regroup. It's really just examining like the life cycle of a seed and comparing that to the life cycle of an intention and how we have to not only plant the seed, but we have to nourish the seed, nourish our intention with inspired action and with, you know, getting ourselves in the right vibration and all of those things and then when we do all of that we get to enjoy the fruits of our labor beautiful then we stay overnight at the second and final resort another beautiful four-star resort this one is right on the ocean it's the kind of resort that has the beautiful lounge chairs Mm -hmm. on the sand and there's also really beautiful pools at both of these resorts beautiful beautiful so on day five this is really a day about relaxing we've done a lot of activities i think we'll all be ready to just relax so we're gonna enjoy senor beach we're gonna dip our toes in the balinese waves take in the island vibes have a leisurely day the day is ours Mm -hmm. um, until we have a late (laughs) afternoon food tour so you have an included breakfast and then we have the kuda street eat evening tour so you get to meet your gojek driver and visit the night food stall markets from the back of their motorbike that sounds yeah so you get to ride on the back of a motorbike and go visit these food markets at night and try a bunch of food and that'll be our dinner It's going to be really fun. Delicious. And then um, there's an optional cycling tour. So all of these activities we've said up until now are completely included. Mm -hmm. If you want to add, there's two optional activities. The first is this cycling tour. You get to um, check out the views along the beach and visit local markets and beautiful current places of worship. Sadie and I will very, very likely be doing this cycling tour Mm -hmm. on this day. Um, So you're welcome to add that on. It's an option if you don't want to ride a bike or if you want to just lay by the beach all day, that's totally fine. And then that's the end of day five. And then day six, another day of island vibes and relaxation. This is the day where we are going to relax at the beach. This is the day where we're celebrating our birthdays in Bali on the ocean with all of you. We're going to have a beach birthday party. We're going to bring snacks, play games, have fun, Mm -hmm. uh, because we scheduled this trip 
uh, between Julia and I are only a month apart. If you, some of you know that, some of mm-hmm. you don't. And so we strategically wanted to host this retreat, like sort of halfway between our birthdays and get to celebrate our birthdays in person with everyone who comes on the retreat. So it's gonna be very exciting. So you get a yummy breakfast included that day. It looks like every breakfast is included throughout Mm -hmm. this trip and then typically one other meal. Um, And then the other option here is a surf class. Sadie and I will not be taking the surf class, but you're more than welcome to. Um, Victor will probably be taking the surf class. So you and Victor can hang out in the waves. (laughs) Um, And then everyone gets to hang out at a Balinese spa and get a massage. That's included. That's included. We made sure. And then that evening, we have a workshop and we close the goddess portal. We get to have a yummy dinner all together, um, which includes a little cocktail. And then we're going to have this. Sadie, would you like to talk about like the psychic powers and the Mm. channeling and all of that? (coughs) What did we name the workshop again? Closing the goddess portal. Connect our energies. Read the energies present for the collective. Okay, so what we're gonna do, this is gonna be really fun and special to do in person. So we are all going to sit in a circle. Juliet and I will lead us all into a meditative state. And then we're going to sort of, I don't know what to compare this to. I wanna say like sort of volley off of each other what we're feeling and experiencing. So mm-hmm. when we're learning to tap into our psychic powers you know Juliet and I believe we are all psychic in our own ways and sometimes we don't even recognize that what we feel hear see know experience is actually sort of like uh, psychic activity that we're experiencing so we'll be sitting in this circle And we'll be saying out loud what we are experiencing, whether you see something, you hear something, you feel something, you know something, whatever, whatever Claire is coming through, smell something, taste something. You're just going to say what it is without trying to explain what it means, without trying to um, add add any sort of meaning to it, just exactly what it is you're experiencing. You're going to throw it out there. And if someone says something and it connects to you, you're not going to explain it in that moment why it connects. You're just going to say, I connect. So the idea is that we're all sort of bouncing things off of each other. And um, when I've done this in groups before, sometimes then one person really clicks in and they keep going and they keep saying it and we all kind of get quiet and let them go, go, Mm. go. Um, And then somebody else will chime in and we're all going to chime in with what we're experiencing. And if it is okay, if something thrown out there doesn't connect to anyone, we just keep going. We don't let ego get involved. And then we we come back when things start to quiet down. We come back, we come to, and those of you who have said, I connect to something, we can sort of start digging into it and have a conversation and, and see what it's all about. And then sort of interpret messages from there with each other. So this is one of my first experiences that I had where I really connected to someone. It was in a circle like this, um, connecting energies. I think it really like, it feels supportive and mm-hmm. um, it's just a really cool experience. So I'm excited we get to do this in person together. I've actually never done it virtually. And then we're going to sort of take a look at our intentions that we set at the beginning of the week, uh, close close the portal and and enjoy our, our last night together in Bali. 
Yeah, and then the next day you get an included breakfast, you get an included transfer back to the international airport, and then you either return back home or move on to your next travels. But the that's the Bali goddess getaway. Bali 2023. This is a a trip that is open to our entire community at large. You are mm -hmm. welcome to reserve a spot for you, for your partner, for your sibling, for your in real life best friend, for your child if they're over the age of 18. Um, you can bring, you can make this your honeymoon. You can make this your bachelorette. You know, we can make it so fun. Um, you don't have to be in our Patreon. They did get first dibs at these spots and a good number of them sold. But this is for any of our listeners who really want to mm -hmm. hang out with us in person because we really want to hang out with you and just build these, you know, lasting magical memories together. We are so, so excited and so grateful for those of you who have already signed up. So grateful for all of your support. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we can't wait to see who else is coming with us to Bali. So if you have any questions, of course, DM us mm -hmm. at goddesshangs on Instagram. Or you can email us, goddesshangs at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you're following us at goddesshangs. I am at I am Sadie Olson. I'm at Juliet.Piper. Our show notes have links to all of our offerings, especially the Bali trip. Go check out all the deets. And um, anything else? I've had a wonderful time today. I've had a wonderful time. <laughs> we'll see you in Bali. We'll see you in Bali. Bye. Bye.